0: This message comes from NPR sponsor McDonald's. McDonald's supports Ronald McDonald House charities who provide space for millions of families each year to spend quality time together when their child is in the hospital. McDonald's serving here.
1: A Minneapolis business owner's daughter is called out publicly for racist, anti-black tweets. Fighting to save his business and trying to make amends, he calls on a prominent black Muslim leader for help. He's an Arab
0: Muslim. And I said, Brother Makram, I'm here to learn. Tell me what to do.
1: To hear what happens next, listen to Code Switch from NPR.
2: Happy Friday, everyone, from NPR Music and All Songs Considered. I'm Robin Hilton. I'm here with Ann Powers. Hello, Robin. It's New Music Friday, that day of the week when most albums come out, we go through a massive pile of releases and find the best ones for you to hear. It's July 24th, and we've got new ones from Lupe Fiasco, Courtney Marie Andrews, and a whole bunch more. But we start with a surprise release from Taylor Swift. It's called Folklore. Please picture me. this is Taylor Swift her new one is called Folklore and this song is called Seven and we go now live to NPR Taylor Swift correspondent Lindsay McKenna who's been monitoring oh. the situation on the ground Welcome <laughs> Lindsay what can you tell us about this this very very melancholy record gosh
3: what a perfect word it is stormy it is from where i'm recording this i can see the rain falling and it feels quite perfect Taylor did not spend her quarantine re-recording her catalog, as she may have promised to do way long ago. instead, she was at work on a new album. It's her eighth record, and it finds her working with a really interesting set of collaborators. She's worked with Jack Antonoff on the past couple of records, but here she's with Aaron Dessner of The National, and he's sort of bringing in his cohort of people that he works with frequently, including his brother and his bandmate. Justin Vernon of Bon Iver is credited. You can just run down this list of folks credited and it's like you're looking at the Eau Claire Festival lineup.
2: Well, I was, I was really surprised by how down, downcast this one is. I, you know, I was expecting some bangers and there's, you know, 16 songs and a bonus track, 17 tracks. There's not a banger on it. But, you know, I, I gotta say, I like the sad lockdown, just do it, Taylor Swift. You know, this is a little less polished, a little looser. Feels, I, I don't know, it feels more. Like real,
4: Robin. I am concerned for your mental health. <laughs> <laughs> Meditative You're the and contemplative. Not first person to say that. <laughs> <laughs> Meditative and contemplative does not mean sad necessarily. There are sad, many sad songs on this record. Uh, there's a lot of reflection. True, and true, true. Yeah. And uh, Lindsay, as I, our Taylor correspondent, <laughs> maybe you can d- connect the dots with Taylor's own life and past catalog. But the song we heard, seven. Connects with her classic song 15. It is, you know, remembering a childhood friendship, a complicated childhood friendship. And I think these quiet frames, which so beautifully rely on what Aaron Dessner does so well, including beautiful piano lines and great string arrangements, I think they're perfect for the lyrical territory where Taylor is treading right now.
3: Absolutely. I think that um, on seven, there's a line that says, pass down like folk songs. And it obviously connects back to the title of the record. But to me, it sort of speaks to her songwriting, which has always been top of what she does. But in this case, it feels like this is a huge leveling up. It feels like she's really like, trying to draw on these motifs that expand beyond just her autobiography and a lot of people want to sort of like map her relationships onto her work and you know we're all listeners and we're all looking at that human element but here I think she's doing a lot more experimentation lyrically some of these kind of feel like ambient tone poems, that she's really like trying to draw out new language and especially using what you said, that very like Desner piano that feels like it's a signature of the national. It's a signature of so much that he produces. I am so excited to dig into this work that feels so elevated and just it's not where I expected her to go. I also think
4: uh, Taylor might have been reading some feminist theory <laughs> <laughs> or or something because like there's a song, for example... Called The Last Great American Dynasty, where she is connecting herself to this kind of historical figure, this woman who was the scandal of the town, and then and then Taylor buys her house and ends up the new scandal of the mm-hmm. town. There's a there's a song called Mad Woman that really plays on feminist tropes of you yep. know the mad woman in the attic and how women are are often dismissed as mentally unstable when they are being reasonable. But she's also Lindsay and Robin playing with perspective and moving outside of her own gender. I mean, there's one song on here that's actually, you find out at the end, is being voiced by a male character.
3: Yeah, and it's actually one of the most distinctive sort of stylistic departures from the rest of the record, too.
2: Well, I'm not the Taylor Swift stand that that you two are, (laughs) but I I will say as an armchair Taylor Swift fan, this is my favorite record I've I've heard so far. I, I like the quieter, more contemplative taylor swift i thought this was a really beautiful record and and really moving too the album from taylor swift is called folklore thanks so much Lindsay. thanks robin thanks ann bye all right from taylor swift let's go to a, a really cool collection of remixed motown songs it comes from the producer lord finesse it's called motown state of mind This is Motown's State of Mind from Lord Finesse. This song is I Want to Be Where You Are. It's a remix of a track Michael Jackson recorded back in 1971. And joining us to talk about this one and uh, several other releases out this week is WXPN's John Morrison. Hey, John. Hey, what's up, Robin? This Michael Jackson song is just one of several uh, cuts that have been remixed for this collection. Tell us who Lord Finesse is and what he's doing with this project.
5: Yeah, Lord Finesse is a producer... DJ, MC, he's a founding member of the legendary DITC, Digging in the Crates crew, a veritable human library yeah. of music. You know, he's known yeah. for making sample-based music and having this deep knowledge of music across genres.
4: Such a good time for people like that, right? There's something about online, all-the-time moment we're living in that has really brought the archivists and the historians to the fore.
5: Oh, yeah, absolutely. Lore Finesse kind of comes out of this school of hip-hop, DJs, crate diggers, these folks who grew up carrying crates of records to park jams and stepping out into the world with this vast, vast knowledge of music. You can tell that the Motown catalog is something that F- Finesse has really lived with and knows how to flip and reimagine. Motown State of Mind is the uh, album from Lord Finesse.
2: Let's go next to the rapper Lupe Fiasco. He's got a project with Kalen Ellis called House.
5: Uh, yeah, uh, been standing in line since Thursday I heard a rumor they might be dropping them early should have them just in time for your birthday. A relevant holiday affair. Grab one of those three-leg folding chairs. I am what you call prepared for the camp out. Even then brings the battery powered lamps out. Warm clothes but blanket case to get cold. Corn chips and basic staples to hold. Hunger over to Uber Eats is odored. Maybe pizza, or quesadillas and sopa. Got a little cooler with assorted waters and sodas. Cinnamon, sugar coated, Molacada the odor. Makes me the envy of the line. If not the enemy, not my energy, I'll be spending plenty of time inside the books that I bought. The audios and regulars. Quite the party goer and reveler. Uh huh. Uh-huh.
6: So, on today's to do list is to design a pair of running shoes. The goal is, as always, in my work, is to add emotion to inanimate objects,
5: so. Uh, release day is finally upon us.
2: This is Lupe Fiasco with Kaelin Ellis. The record is called House, and the song we're listening to from it is called Shoes. Um, Lupe Fiasco, originally from Chicago, obviously a, a long-standing and revered figure in rap and hip hop. Kalen Ellis, a producer from Orlando. And John, how they came together for this project is kind of an interesting story.
5: Yeah, this is really dope to see. I've been a fan of Kalen Ellis's music for a long time, probably since he was like fourteen. And he's really dope. He makes these uh, beat making videos on Twitter, where he'll show the entire process, start to finish, of making a composition. He'll pick up bass and play, and then play keys and play drums and put together an entire composition in these like minute long snippets and Lupe Fiasco caught wind of one of these videos that was circulating around Twitter and he ripped it from the Twitter video and recorded a song the song that would be LF95 on this EP and then they just decided to you know let's make an entire project of us you know collaborating in this way
4: and Lupe Fiasco's his vision is intact he's still taking on heavy subjects uh, with a light touch
5: yeah, he's a really clever writer. You know, he's somebody who has a great sense of the micro and the macro, talking about something that may seem small or interpersonal, but it's it lends to a greater metaphor about life or society. He's somebody who's really layered, he's technically sharp as an MC, and he's great at capturing not only social, political zeitgeist, but he's really good at painting these like intimate, emotional scenes as well.
4: Yeah, I was definitely getting caught up in the stories. And it was interesting that one guest on here is uh, the designer and architect, Virgil Abloh.
5: Yeah, they kind of sample in these vocal snippets of him talking about design on the song Shoes, but it's actually... Uh, metaphor. It's its Virgil kind of hypothetically designing the shoes that the jogger Ahmad Arbery would have been wearing when he was killed, gunned down, and chased down by racists in Georgia. So it's, it's like this extent, you think he's just talking about shoes, but it's this broader metaphor that he's dealing with that's really about resilience. That really yeah.
4: captures the feeling of the whole record, I think.
2: Lupe Fiasco and Kaylin Ellis together on this one. The record is called House. Let's go next to the singer Roberta Flack. There's a really incredible new 50th anniversary edition of her debut album out today. It's called First Take.
7: Here I stand looking, looking around me, while all around what do I see? Unhappy faces behind the painted smile, heartache and loneliness, dressed up in modern style, unhappy people living in sin and shame, reflections of myself. Life is no easy game. And we're caught in the trade winds. The trade winds of our time.
2: This is Roberta Flack from the 50th anniversary edition of her debut album, First Take. It came out in 1969. The song we're hearing is Trade Winds roberta flack now 83 years old i don't know how we can sum this one up in a in a couple of minutes it's just such a monumental album and so good to hear the these songs remastered and then all these previously unreleased bonus tracks it's just incredible
4: Roberta Flack is one of those major figures in popular music who gets taken for granted far too often, I think. And you know, people associate her with this particular sound that you hear on classic songs of hers like Killing Me Softly or First Time Ever I Saw Your Face. Mm. But this album really shows the infinite range of Roberta Flack and it shows mm. the utter breadth of her her genius.
5: That was exactly the first thing that jumped out at me revisiting this record, this it's jazz, this soul, the blues, pop music, and they're all, She she kind of takes all of this music, all of this Black American music that we know, and she kind of, you know, wills it to her own singular voice and sound. Her vocal range is out of this world, the clarity and power in her voice as an instrument just jumps out at you on on all of these songs. This is really the music my parents, my aunties, my uncles listen to Roberta Flack. Everybody loved Roberta Flack. And it really it it feels like something that reminds me of of childhood and hearing my parents play this record.
2: Roberta Flack is the singer. Her debut album First Take is being celebrated with a, a deluxe 50th anniversary edition. Let's do one more before we take a break. This comes from a group called Sparkle Division. It's called To Feel Embraced. <laughs> This is Sparkle Division. The album is To Feel Embrace. This song is You Go Girl. Totally reminded me of something from like a classic Bond movie, The Horns on this this cut. This is a new project with William Basinski and Preston Wendell. We've we've covered William Basinski before, including a solo album that he put out last year called On Time, Out of Time. We talked about that on New Music Friday. Uh, But John, remind everyone who William Basinski is and then what he's doing on this really weird and wonderful album with Preston Wendell.
5: Yeah, William Bosinski is a composer. He works primarily in the experimental electronic field. And Preston Wendell is his collaborator. And it's really interesting, like sample-based composition is my thing. (laughs) You know what I mean? I've heard the music Uh, you make too, so I knew you would love this. (laughs) Yeah, so this is is really cool. And it's jazzy, it's loungy. Immediately what I thought of, it put me in the mind of kind of like 90s, psychedelic sample groups uh i something like uh cornelius yeah uh, fantastic plastic machine mm. that kind of stuff like it, it it gave me a really strong high school nostalgic rush listening even, to this
4: even kind of a, a a throwback to the glory days of delight <laughs> oh, absolutely yeah. wow, absolutely and Robin you're absolutely right that this was a left turn from Buzinski, whose major work is the the disintegration loops yeah. which is all about music literally falling apart that work was built from decaying old tape This is yeah. this is like immortal music you know it's vintage flavored but it feels like it exists in some kind of beautiful David Lynch heaven where everything mm. is fine
5: Yeah that was immediately Texturally, what jumped out at me. A lot of the music here has this dreamy, smoky, atmospheric feel. Sparkle Division, the
2: album is to feel embraced. Thanks so much, John. Thank you, Robin. I appreciate it. As I mentioned, it's a packed release week, and we still have a whole bunch of albums that we want to play for this week's New Music Friday. But first, we need to take a short break.
8: This message comes from NPR sponsor, State Farm. State Farm fits seamlessly into your life, allowing you to easily manage your coverage, pay your bill, and even file a claim with the State Farm mobile app. And they really get to know you. Thanks to a network of 19,000 agents, you'll have someone local to talk you through options that fit your personal needs. When you want the real deal, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there.
0: This message comes from NPR sponsor BetterHelp, a truly affordable online counseling service. Fill out a questionnaire online and get matched with a licensed counselor best suited to your mental health needs. Whether it's depression, anxiety, or trauma, BetterHelp will help you overcome what stands in the way of your happiness. Learn more at BetterHelp.com and get 10% off your first month with promo code SONGS. BetterHelp. Get help anytime, anywhere.
2: It's New Music Friday from NPR and All Songs Considered. I'm Robin Hilton, I'm here with Ann Powers, and we're looking at the best albums out on July 24th. We start the second half of our show off with the artist known as Jaguar's son and his debut album, This Empty Town. This is the artist known as Jaguar Sun. The album is This Empty Town and the song we're listening to is the opening cut. It's called Red. And NPR Music, Steven Thompson, back for this one. Hey, Steven. Hey, Robin. Uh, I don't know. I thought this was a really great week for discoveries. We've got several we want to highlight on this week's show. Starting with this one, totally new to me. Steven who is Jaguar Sun.
0: Well, Jaguar Sun is a multi-instrumentalist and singer from Ontario named Chris Manili. And, you know, I was listening to this record and taking notes, and I was like, gosh, you know, there's this languid, dreamy quality, but it still feels so smooth and I was writing down references like the sea and cake. Bands that have yeah. that kind of smooth yeah. smooth but dreamy vibe. And then I I cracked open the lyric sheet and every <laughs> all one single, page of it. All one page of it. And every single word is this plaintive reflection on nostalgia and alienation. And I was like, oh, it's real estate. That's yeah. what it reminds me of. <laughs> and so so, so, my final takeaway
4: was just file under sepia-toned regret. Sepia-toned regret of the very young, though. I think yes. uh, Chris Manili is just a little bit out of college. And in fact, he started making music not only while in college, but partly as a college project. The lyrics are very wistful and
2: youthful as well. I thought it was an, just an immediately arresting album, like right out the gate, you are hooked. Jaguar's son is the artist. The album is This Empty Town. Let's go next to the singer Jess Cornelius. She has an incredible new record called Distance.
8: My head the wall. The wall, only a fool comes back for more. Bangin' my head against the wall. What do I look like? A fucking idiot. Bangin' my head against the wall. I won't come cause you won't. 哲哀 This is
2: Jess Cornelius, the album is Distance and this song is banging my head, uh, another Discovery artist for me, I mean I'd heard a bit of her work before but largely Discovery for me, I know she's from Australia and this is her debut solo album and uh, I think we're all in an agreement that it's pretty extraordinary, yeah?
4: Robin, I feel like this album opened up a whole new fandom for me. She started writing it when she was uh, really considering whether or not she should have a family. As she was making it, she became pregnant. She soon after had a miscarriage, and she addresses that on this record. And a lot of the ache on this record, I think, comes from that Mm -hmm. experience, you know, and the intense emotionality. But then she got pregnant again. So one thing I encourage everyone to do is watch the videos Uh, that she's made to promote this album. She made a couple of them with her partner uh, Joe Hale. And in them, she's quite pregnant. It's kind of amazing seeing this this yeah. pregnant woman singing these really intense, emotional songs about everything from one of them's a, one song's about a one-night stand.
0: Yeah, I think you summed it up well. I, I think it's a terrific record. And she just has such an interesting songwriting voice. She manages to be very pithy and very blunt at the same time. I kept writing down song lyrics as I was listening to this <laughs> Me record. Me too. Oh my uh, gosh, when
4: I was listening, the first time I kept having to like stop what I was doing and make a note because th- so quotable, right?
0: Yeah. Well, like I think it's like the first verse of the record. There's just this line, there's so much I don't want from you. In the song that probably gets cl- quoted the most from this record, the song about her miscarriage, body memory, my body has a memory and it won't forget.
4: That song has got to, I am dying for a country artist to record that song.
0: Yeah, it's a great song. And interestingly, it came out as a single the day she gave birth to her first child. Um, So so this record really comes full circle for her in so many ways, but it is a terrific record.
2: Jess Cornelius, her new album is called Distance. Thanks, Stephen. Thank Thank you. Thanks, Stephen. Let's go next to the singer Courtney Marie Andrews. She's got a really beautiful, beautiful new record called Old flowers
9: when we first met your hair was in your eyes, didn't believe a word you said, but I love those pretty lights. Now I'm the kind of person who acts how I feel and for a we had was real You stay with me No, you never really go In the bars out on Broadway In the chords of this piano What a goddamn mess Fate is such a joke But I hope one day Together or alone, together
2: or alone. This is Courtney Marie Andrews. Her album is called Old Flowers, and this song is Together or Alone. She's a singer we've been following for a while now. We covered her previous record, May Your Kindness Remain, on New Music Friday a couple years ago. And Anne, I just thought this one was just so heartbreaking. I mean, beautiful, but, but so heartbreaking.
4: This album chronicles the dissolution of a nine-year relationship. And it is an absolute surgical dissection of heartbreak. Every every emotion. Know what I mean?
2: Oh, definitely. I mean, and there's so many great lines on this. Like she sings on one song, she says, Time eases but can't erase the sad look on true love's face, which sort of implies, you know, that you never really get over the kind of loss and heartache she's talking about, at least not completely, but she seems to come to a place of reconciliation in the end of this record. You know, on the final song, Ships in the Night, she sings, hope you eased up on the drinking, hope you laugh, hope you care, hope your days are even better than the ones that we shared. And that kind of like magnanimity it's, just it's, destroys me. I mean, in a good way, right? <laughs> I mean, Courtney. like you, when you've been through hell with someone and then you you somehow find a way to still wish nothing but the best for them.
4: It's Courtney through and through, I have to say. That it, that represents her her heart so beautifully, Robin, what you just said. I mean, this album is about heartbreak, but it is not about wallowing. Well, I'm going to correct myself. There are some moments that are very intense, you know what I mean? Yeah. There's a, yeah. one point where she's just singing the phrase, will I ever let love in again? And it is <laughs> it is desolate. It reminds me of um, that big star song Holocaust, you know, just oh, the wow. absolute yeah. depth of emotion to it and the, the darkness in, in the way she sings that phrase.
2: The record from Courtney Marie Andrews is called Old Flowers. All right, we have a couple more records that we want to play before we wrap up this week's New Music Friday. This one comes from Kamal Williams. It's called Wu Hen. This is Kamal Williams. The album is Woo Hen. The song we're listening to is called Mr. Woo. And Radio Milwaukee's Tariq Moody joins us to talk about this one. Hey, Tariq. How's it going, Robin? All right. Kamal Williams, a British jazz artist and producer. He's worked on all kinds of different projects. But tell us what you're loving about this one.
6: It's the biggest thing I love. I'm a big jazz fan, thanks to my dad growing up. But whatever is in award in the UK, I can't stop. Like half of my listening is UK artists. And the the jazz scene is definitely present in my playlist and the UK jazz scene. I don't know what is going on over there, but it's just refreshing. It's different. It's unique. It pays homage to like the foundations of jazz, but then it adds its own flavors to it. And Kamal Williams is definitely leading a pack of blending funk and fusion and jazz and R&B into unique ways. And that's why I truly love what Kamal Williams does on this new album.
4: Tariq, I too am listening to so much music from across the pond right now. I feel like there is a continuum with all these musicians and that scene, which stretches back all the way, you know, to the 80s and then through massive attack and tricky. So I don't know. What do you think? Do you think this is connected to all that stuff?
6: Yeah, there's a a long thread here that's all connected. And it's a tight knit music community in England. And I think that really plays a role in what you hear not only in Kamal Williams, but all the UK artists coming out right now.
2: So much of this I think goes back to the the grooves, the beats on this and what and what you talk about, what's happening in the UK scene. They're both in the pocket and broken at the same time. You know, it's they're like they are so tight and on, but everything's just a little off kilter in places.
6: And that's kind of that's where it brings in like the hip hop flavor. Like it has yeah. there's certain J. Dilla uh, yeah. Production techniques in there when you know Jay Dilla's basically perfected the idea of throwing things a little bit off and pr- producing his drums naturally, and I think you definitely hear that on here. You definitely hear that kind of a uh, Madlib Jay Dilla kind of vibe on a few of those tracks. Wu Hen is the album from Kamal Williams. Thanks so much, Tariq.
2: Thank you. We've got one more album that we want to play for this week's New Music Friday. And it's another doozy. <laughs> it comes from Maria Schneider. It's called Data Lords. This is Maria Schneider. The album is called Data Lords, and this is the title track, Data Lords. And Nate N of WBGO and Jazz Night in America here to take a shot at unpacking this one. Oh, boy.
4: <laughs> <laughs> I'm so excited, Nate, because I uh, fell into this record. And I need you to pull me out.
1: (laughs) Oh, man, it's so immersive, you know, and and this is, I think it's really thrilling. I first heard Data Lords, of you know, several years ago in performance, and and I've heard it again in performance since. But even that preparation, it couldn't quite convey the feeling, you know, the immersive feeling and the expansive reach of this album.
2: I don't say this as a throwaway line. I mean, this is genuinely a mind blower, I think it's. A double album more than an hour and a half of music it's epic and dense and it's packed with so many themes and ideas about like artificial intelligence and the future world and uh, and dystopia and but then also the magical wonders of the natural world where where do you start Nate?
1: well Maria Schneider you know I, we should say right out front that she is easily one of our most celebrated and admired uh large ensemble composers in jazz you know she's an an orchestrator and and composer of really remarkable vision and the her connection to the natural world has been you know widely documented and that coexists here with this other side of her which is very engaged in in activism and speaking out against our ecology of digital rights and and information technology and so in the past, this has really been a kind of two worlds that she inhabited, you know, this this really sort of pastoral, gorgeous, orchestral, musical world, and then this abstract but highly important and urgent, you know, digital activist world. And it's fascinating to me that she found a way to merge all of that on this album and, and yet not have it feel dry and
2: overdetermined. I mentioned that it's a double album. The first album is called The Digital World and the second one is Our Natural World. We heard uh, Data Lords, which is from that first album. Let's hear a song from the second one called Bluebird.
1: What's remarkable is that it doesn't feel mechanical. It's not like, okay, I'm, I'm now presenting a concerto for the saxophonist Donnie McCaslin or for accordionist Gary Versace. It's, it's way more organic than that. You know, these, these solo spotlight moments happen almost like someone is, is like emerging out of the brush. And, and that's a testament to the sensitivity that everyone has to this kind of metabolism of the group. You know, everyone understands how flexible it is and and what's possible when you create those open spaces.
4: It's become an organic being connected to the natural
1: world. Yeah, I see it as fundamentally alive, for sure. Beautiful.
2: Well, I don't want to make it sound overwhelming, but I thought this is the record I could just spend the rest of the summer listening to and still discovering things. Me too. In it. Yeah, at the end of the summer, if not the end of the year. Data Lords from Maria Schneider is the record. Thanks so much, Nate. Oh, my pleasure. Thank you. And that'll do it for this week's New Music Friday. Thanks so much, Ann. Thank you so much, Robin. If you'd like to go back and hear full versions of all the songs we featured on this week's New Music Friday, you can see and hear the complete list on our website. Go to npr.org slash all songs. You can also listen in Apple Music or Spotify. Just open those apps and search for NPR's New Music Friday playlist. And as always, keep up with the latest from NPR Music with our weekly newsletter. You can sign up for it at npr.org slash music newsletter. All one word, music newsletter. And for NPR Music, I'm Robin Hilton. Stay strong, everybody. Be well and treat yourself to lots of music.